Welcome to Rationalist, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your co-host, Morgan Wack, and I'm here with the conspiratorial, Eddie Matthews. Yep, the earth is flat. You heard it here. <laughs> I've always thought it was more of a concave, you know, slightly sloped. <laughs> it's a combination. It's somewhere in between. Everyone's right. <laughs> we're, cl- we're concave theorists. It's not totally round. It's not totally flat. That's funny. There's just a big hole somewhere that's throwing everyone off. Somewhere down Dude. in the Indian Ocean where nobody goes. Yeah, except uh, James Cameron. Well, so he says. <laughs> All right, Eddie, well, this is a good lead-in. What are we talking about today? We're talking about conspiracy theories. You're going to bring the, you know, academia, you know, definitions and smart scholastic stuff. And I'm going to bring the fast and loose favorite conspiracy theory, uh, you know, pizzazz. I like it. I like it. Should we get into it? I do have one. I'm going to play into the nerd uh, aspect and give you what I thought was the best definition that I saw. Because there were a few that I didn't agree with. Because some of these were talking about how it, it was basically a belief in a covert but influential organization responsible for an event. But there are plenty of conspiracy theories that are No, that's not. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. So here's the, here's the one I enjoyed. So this is from British psychologist Christopher Thresher Andrews. So, you know, it's, he's got to be legit. Conspiracy theories are unsubstantiated, less plausible alternatives to the mainstream explanation of an event. They assume everything is intended with malignity. Hmm. I don't totally agree with the latter portion of that definition. Everything is intended with malignity. I mean, that would apply to a lot of conspiracy theories, but not the ones I'm talking about. Oh, well, I'm interested to hear. I think most of them do have some sort of, we can talk about the psychology behind it, but a lot of them do provide agency to issues that would not other, I mean, just that are otherwise somewhat random events or... I think maybe you could argue that it's actually a very rational way of um, demystifying the world, you know, a space that is super confusing and super uh, unpredictable. And just for people to kind of keep saying they want explanation and certitude and, you know, Eddie, I keep telling you, we went to the moon. All right. Stop trying to make your case. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Have you ever met uh, Buzz Aldrin? I have not. That sounds well, like a fake name. Extra. If you were going to make up a name. Well, he was an extra on Dallas for three seasons. I'm oh, just kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, so how should we start? Do you want to go into the psychology first, or do you want to talk about some of your favorite? I have a couple no, that are No, you, do, you, just do, you go into the psychology, and then I'll go into All right, favorite. all right, let's talk about the psychology. So there's quite a lot of... Just kind of what you were saying, um, there's pretty much with most psychology things there's, you know, 30 theories connected to the belief in conspiracy theories from psychology. Um, And so you can pick and choose a bit, I think, what your evidence comes from. Um, But I think the strongest evidence supports a few central psychology theories. Um, The first being fundamental attribution error. And I'll bring that up just because that's sort of what we were talking about. And this is basically the idea that you 
um, apply or you attribute um, an intentional internal mo motive to something that is otherwise happenstance. So this is sort of what the definition I think is getting at a little bit, where something happens and people have um, a, basically a psychological need to tie it to something purposeful. People want to make sense of the universe, yeah. make sense of things that happen. And so they see something and their brain is more attracted to um, basically solutions or, or um, explanations that tie that occurrence to somebody or something specifically wanting that thing to happen or specifically causing that thing to happen. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's the first one. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, pertains to a broad category of conspiracy theories, like all the JFK ones or Martin Luther King ones or Illuminati or, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of general category, which I think maybe that's all people think of when they think of conspiracy theories, but I tend to think of aliens and other stuff too. Mm. So you don't believe in aliens, huh? <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> um, Okay, so then the second portion, I think, is stuff we've talked about on the podcast before have to do with kind of confirmation bias and belief perseverance. And I think this is where we see modern conspiracy theory tying in. The idea that yeah. you can basically find, if you have a, a conspiratorial um, gene or you want to believe in these types of events, it's never been easier to find radical conspiracy theories all over the internet. Um, there was just a, have you heard of, the Plandemic movie that came out recently? I am frightened by people that are spending their time thinking about like COVID conspiracy theories right now. Like that's pretty um, frightening to me. Well, it plays right into what we're that. talking about, right? It's uh, an unexplained event that people, you know, the most likely explanation is, you know, it jumped from an animal to a human randomly that's not very satisfying when you think yeah. about these agenic processes. It's much more fun or I guess much more rewarding to certain people to blame it on a, you know, a government or blame it on an entity, blame it on 5G towers, some conspiracy to spread uh, the disease. So basically this pandemic movie, it's been viewed 8 million times apparently. Um, it was by a, a kind of disgraced former doctor who of course didn't have her research published and decided to I like that she basically didn't have one specific thing. She was like, here's all these things that aren't true. <laughs> Let's put them all together. <laughs> like masks make you sicker. 5G towers are contributing. Chinese government's in on it. And so I think this, this plays into kind of the evolutionary aspect of modern day conspiracy theories, where because the internet allows you to reach so many people so quickly, conspiracy theories that they can basically just be trial by error in a way that they've never able to before you can make up 50 things and maybe you know none of them catch on but if, if even one of them catches on and attracts a following and people find it plausible or at least people enjoy you know, thinking about it or seeing the world that way then it's gonna you know take off like wildfire in a way that would have taken years for it to you know get out of your city and reach another place beforehand well yeah i mean i think it, i think it depends on amplification so if you have trump saying that Ted Cruz's father was in on the JFK assassination. Now Ted Cruz has to spend his time during the campaign refuting that. And then by even refuting that, you're giving kind of some legitimacy to it by saying like, this is worth my time refuting. And then there's people that maybe will hear that in passing from a friend who's like a little convinced. 
and then they won't hear the full thing and be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, that's a weird kind of coincidence. And then I kind of can pick up steam maybe there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other, the other aspect of psychology I want to bring up is just the in-group, out-group of this. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Flat Earth movie on Netflix. No. It basically goes into detail following these people that believe in the Flat Earth and their exploits to try to pl- prove that the Earth is flat. Um, and in the end, they end up basically showing that the Earth isn't flat, <laughs> which is amazing. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's more about the camaraderie that these, the, you know, the people feel in coming up together with the, you know, they're cracking the code. It gives you a sense of, you know, belonging, but also a sense of power, right? If, if it, you know, there's even a 0.001% chance that you're onto something that the rest of the earth isn't, and you're a very important person. Um, yeah, I think the worst part of religion is like that as well, when it just kind of becomes in-group, out-group stuff, um, and not about, like, loving other people. Yeah, I mean, I think in-group, outward stuff is pretty pervasive in, you know, everything from nationalism to religion to, to conspiracy theories, sports, absolutely. Sports is just like, we, we made it fun. <laughs> you can still do it. I actually, <laughs> I actually do hate Yankees fans, though. <laughs> hey, there's a psychological uh, benefits that you get from hating Yankees fans. So I'm not I know. With you. Um, yeah, so would you want to get into some of the, the more fun? What do you think of the, what do you think of conspiracy theories? What are like the top, what do you think the, five most popular most famous uh roswell area 51 yeah that's a good one jfk um aliens well no i already said that damn it um bigfoot so i think a lot of people would argue that bigfoot and those sorts of things are not necessarily conspiracy theories well then that ruins my favorite one (laughs) well we'll get there we'll get there Okay. I, I would say I, not, I don't know. Yeah. I, I include it, but what, what am I missing? The, those uh, 9-11, like 9/11 was what I was an inside say. job. And then we had the moon landing and flat earth before. The moon, yeah, the of course. I think of. Any, pretty much every assassination ever has had some sort of idea that it's, it was someone else or they're not dead, right? Tupac. Right. And I think a lot of people say that Hitler never killed himself and is living in Argentina, and there's a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's a weird. Hmm. Um, so yeah. Oh, anti-vaxxers! We forgot ones. anti-vaxxers. Are there going to be any any anti-vaxxers left after this current pandemic? I keep pandemic? hearing this. I've heard this a bunch of places that people think, "Oh, this is the end to anti-vaxxers," and I, I just don't get it. They there was the evidence was there before. I don't understand why. You know, it was never like evidence was going to convince these people that they were correct in the first place. I think that if anything, this will just make them more resolute in their beliefs that something's going on in the medical industry that, you know, could lead to. Yeah, our- that's kind of frightening. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, forcing people to do anything is a complicated thing. Um, but we'll set that to the side for the moment. Um, my favorite conspiracy theories are, or are you, are you, do you want to bring any more science into this? I've got a couple of little fun, uh, conspiracy theories that I can bring up, but you, you want to go into the long one first or some fun, shorter ones? I love Bigfoot conspiracy theories. Bigfoot conspiracy I think it goes, I, I think, I think I, you know, bored on the ranch that I grew up in as a kid. I think I watched a lot of, uh, like National Geographic type Bigfoot mm. stuff. And those were always really entertaining because they were just like out in the wilderness. They were talking to a lot of people. Some, oh, yeah, that, I so saw I just it. like spent totally. the, I just, 
yeah, I just spent the morning like watching clips of people who have seen Bigfoot. And um, it's just great because you, you'll have a guy from North Carolina being like, yeah, I saw him out in the, in the front yard and I was too nervous. To, like my camera's over there. I was too nervous to grab it or else I totally would have, you know, and like that kind of thing. And then uh, he's like, people, people make fun of me, think I'm crazy, but it's a life-changing encounter. I saw it, you know? And then you get people, like I watched a Bigfoot sighting where a guy caught it on his like security camera footage of his house. And it's like a two minute clip on YouTube. And it goes, first it's just like kind of a wide angle. And then it goes like, after 30 seconds, after you watch it once, it goes, zoomed in and then you see it zoomed in and then you see it slowed down and then once you see it zoomed in you can so clearly see you know how if you're wearing a baggy shirt or a sweatshirt or something you can kind of see the ripples if you're like walking along between like the material and your stomach you can totally see like that of like the suit of this guy which is so funny to me and then I watched this other guy who uh he's in Oregon and he's like a Bigfoot kind of researcher and he's like, you know, as a kid, I watched uh, the famous, you know, that super famous, uh, yeah, of course, discredited yeah. big. He's walking butt. through the woods, yeah. Yeah, he's walking through the woods, and he like turns toward the camera mm-hmm. for a second, and that's like the famous kind of like shot of. Yeah. And so he he references that, and he's like, "Yeah, I saw that when I was a kid, and then it just uh, changed my life. Like it became like a Bigfoot believer, and then you know, when I grew up, I became a student of the scientific method, and." Uh, he didn't at all acknowledge that it's like that like well yeah that one was discredited but there's other like legitimate (laughs) ones he's like no (laughs) you know and so it was just funny because he's just talking about he's like belief is for religion i studied the facts i studied the evidence and i came to a conclusion bigfoot's real and so he's like he spent 20 years seeking him out and has had five like encounters of some sort dang i yeah i feel like and then the 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 um the hottest uh bigfoot observer of them all rob lowe himself star of parks and parks and rec and uh many uh, west wing many other hollywood tv productions is like a total bigfoot believer like had had an encounter was like flat on the ground scared to death because he thought he's gonna die because he saw like a bigfoot creature in the woods and then has this show i guess on a and e where like he and his two grown-up sons go and like seek out kind of um you know ghosts and just different you know bigfoot and different Mm -hmm. uh bizarre you know kind of encounters that they've heard of yeah that's that was funny that is funny. I I feel like even 20 years ago, those types of conspiracies, if we're going to call them that, were a lot more plausible before everyone had cell phone cameras, right? Like you could, right. You, you could stretch credulity a little bit when it was like, oh, well, so, maybe he didn't have so his n- handheld. So now you have people, so like there are these, um, there's this guy and this kid, I think it was, I think it was in, um, like Victoria or somewhere off the coast of Vancouver. And this kid plays like a sound recording that he did on his phone of like a eerie, eerie in quotes, you know, like Bigfoot type sound. And then he played it for like local reporters. 
He's like, never heard anything <laughs> like this. And then, you know, his dad's just talking about like, definitely is not, I know what, you know, different animals yeah. sound like. This is nothing like that. All this stuff, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, this other, or that same guy like talked about seeing just like a furry large creature, like uproot an entire tree. Jeez. And so there's this like, I think that's what I love about Bigfoot is that there's people who sound crazy like this guy who fought a lawsuit in British Columbia. I don't know who he was suing, but he was basically <laughs> being like, he was like, I want a team of ecologists and PhD researchers and primatologists and all these people. And I'm suing because I need them to go on a three month expedition with me. And I will prove <laughs> there is a body of evidence. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if that's you how lawsuits work. <laughs> three months of your life, of their life to like follow you on this you wild goose chase. I just, I would love, I think that's what interests me about, like, I would love to do a Bigfoot documentary, but the documentary, I'm sure they've done, I'm sure loads of people have done this, but it would kind of be like the Flat Earth documentary you were describing, where it's like, the Bigfoot thing kind of becomes beside the point, but you just like analyze the camaraderie around these people, and it mm. becomes more about the people like seeking out and like what type of person needs to believe in this type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I I don't have too much to say about Bigfoot. I think that there's types of animals like this all around the world, right? Like every culture, the Yeti, even things like the Chupacabra. And I think that's what's intriguing to me about Bigfoot is that you have, um, like in the Ozark Mountains, they call it a wood ape. I think that's what Rob Lowe said he saw. Uh, in like Canada, they call it Bigfoot. Or like, you know, the northern U.S., they call it Bigfoot. And then... They call it Sasquatch, I think. Or may maybe they call it Sasquatch in like Washington in the northern US and they call it Bigfoot on like the East Coast and and then in China, like they have their own version and like you're saying, I think that's what's fun about it is that like there's been Bigfoot sightings in every single state, uh -huh. you know? That it's not just like consolidated to one part of the world. Those are definitely the more fun versions of conspiracy theories. A lot of these other ones are you know, at someone's expense. And of course, there's the negative side where it's like individual people or, you know, of course, all the ones against the Jews and, you know. Yeah, I don't like ones where like people ones. get hurt. Yeah, unfortunately, that's most of them these days, right? Yeah. My other favorite, do you want to hear my other favorite? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, yeah. It's not really conspiracy theory so much. Like, I don't really care for the flat earth. Like, I think the flat earth conspiracy theory is kind of interesting, but... We've already really... come down on the convex earth, so we're good. Yeah, convex earth. But my favorite of that is when uh, NBA, perhaps future Hall of Famer, but current multi, you know, multi, uh, mm. you know several-time all-star Kyrie Irving, former uh, teammate of LeBron James current Brooklyn Nets player like said on a podcast how he more or less like believes that the earth is flat and then he doubled down on it saying like look we haven't been to he's like not a single photo of the earth exists we haven't been to space since like 61 or 69 he's like I just don't know you know and then when reporters would ask him about it afterward he would just he would like dodge the question and not say whether he actually believed it or uh, whether he was joking he definitely believes it 
he would he would just be like that's what you took from that hour and a half long interview is like this that's hilarious to me that people are just focusing on this thing i said about flat earth and not about all of the other stuff i opened up about myself and it's like dude you're my wild. favorite one about it's the great. flat earth is you know the rapper bob yeah his like most famous song is, is about airplanes and he is a flat earther and we're like man the irony can't anymore that's awesome <laughs> well what i love about like because Kyrie irving went on jimmy kimmel and jimmy was like kind of making fun of him and even then he didn't really say for sure one way or the other he's just like oh man whatever and then yeah. jimmy kimmel had Shaq on too and i don't know if it, i think it was before Kyrie irving but Shaq, I guess, had like jokingly mentioned like maybe the Earth's flat, and then Jimmy Kimmel like pressed him on it, and he's like, he's like, no, nah, of course not. <laughs> but when I drive from Florida to uh, California on a bus, it looks flat to me. Or like when you're on a plane and you're landing, it looks pretty flat. And he's just like, no, nah, I'm just kidding, you know. But he, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Shaq's a funny guy. He he set, he set the record straight, but also had a good <laughs> sense of humor about it. Whereas like Kyrie Irving, maybe he just has the most bizarre sense of humor in the world. True. I don't think he does. I think he's legitimately got some crazy theories, but it's yeah. possible. Um, what are yeah, some I of mean, your favorite conspiracy theories? Okay, I've got a few for you that are just fun. Um, and then we'll have to ask you if, you if there's any that you think could be true. Um, so my favorite one is that, uh, have you ever, so I think this is an Instagram thing. You have Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. So have you heard of Throwback Thursdays? That was like a trend. Where people would post pictures when they were kids. How about? Do you think I'm like 95? <laughs> I don't. I, I didn't know what it was. I, sorry. Oh sorry. my god! Wow. I had seen someone post what one before, you, but like, I definitely been in a cave for 10 years. <laughs> you just wait till the 5G towers take you down. You're like, you what is autism. all this hashtag TBT? This photo is so old. <laughs> just, just wait till you get autism from the 5G towers, and I'm safe in my cave, and you'll I be, know. you'll be seeing. I um, know. So basically the, the idea or the theory is that Throwback Thursday was created by the FBI and the NSA as part of PRISM to add older photos that haven't been digitized yet to the government repository so they can train a kind of future projection imaging to the system. That's the stupidest, most nonsensical thing I've ever heard. That's not nonsensical. I, I mean, it's obviously not true, but I think there, it's not nonsensical. There was recently an app that was created that basically takes its it was like 30 times as effective as regular police photos. And then what it does is just scrapes the internet for your photo and matches that with like uh, half partial, like criminal pictures that the NSA bought recently. So okay. it's not the worst thing. Okay. I believe it. <laughs> okay. Here's the, here's my, this like, none of these are actually true. They're just funny. The, the other one is that, um, have you heard? So I thought this was true when I was a kid, actually that Walt Disney cryogenically froze himself. Oh, I thought that that was true. No. Yeah, apparently not true. Yeah. But oh. uh, yeah, apparently oh. the, uh, the this theory is that Disney really hated people kept searching uh, Walt Disney Frozen. And so they named the movie, created the movie Frozen. So that the first Google result search. <laughs> would be... I love that conspiracy theory. <laughs> I love, I love the idea that they like, reverse engineered their most successful yeah. animated movie ever to like <laughs> you know distract from a an, a weird conspiracy theory Genius. that's great yeah that's a good one um that doesn't explain frozen 2 though 
Well, what about the theories that Walt Disney awoke and now is frozen again? So. <laughs> oh, he fr froze himself <laughs> twice. That's true. He was like, they needed nah, a this second. Is... <laughs> <laughs> he's like there's way too many this place is too tolerant of the jews I'm there there is a weird cross-section of people who have seen had bigfoot sightings and walt disney sightings dude there you go i mean that's the thing right yeah. a lot of people who believe in one like nobody believes in one conspiracy theory like if you're in you're all in you know you're all Unless in. You, you let the bridge down a little bit yeah but, uh, are there any that you think could plausibly be true that you're like mm -hmm. You know, when I was when I was preparing for this pod, doing the rigorous research that we do, I wa I kind of searched like plausible conspiracy theories because like, is there one that I could be on board with? Um, I think I don't believe in a seven to eight foot tall creature that roams in the woods of British Columbia, but there's fifteen percent of me that if they saw if they found like a weird you know five and a half foot like furry creature in the in like the amazon or like siberia or somewhere where people just don't go i'd be like oh huh okay you know so that's like the extent i guess that i would be a sasquatch you know believer a squatcher squatcher is that what they're called uh i haven't done a deep dive on the jfk stuff because I think that if I did, I'd probably have some wacky ideas. But there is a lot of weird, weird, suspicious stuff. I guess I just don't want to be one of those people that like believes that the JFK stuff was, you know, manufactured. But I guess the a more recent example with Jeffrey Epstein, there's like a lot of unanswered questions around that. I don't know. Yeah, that one even I was very suspicious about the the whole story being told there. Um, but here's my favorite one. Uh, so I'm just blatantly stealing this from Reddit, but Humpty, <laughs> Humpty Dumpty didn't fall. He was pushed. How about Damn. <laughs> By who? <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are lots of, I think that there, I read an interesting article about how conspiracy theories have changed in the modern age. And it was basically talking about how older conspiracy theories were rooted in like a nugget of truth. There would have been like something kind of fishy going on. And then this would have been the like over the top explanation. Yeah. But nowadays, a lot of the conspiracy theories that take hold are just like logically impossible. Like the, like a lot of the ones about, you know, Pizzagate and all that stuff where it's like, Oh, in the basement. And then there's like, not even a basement. It's like, we did, like there wasn't even an attempt to make it, right. But it still catches on because nobody's actually trying to falsify them. It plays into kind of a narrative of a certain in-group. And I think that's yeah. the terrifying aspects of these sorts of things is that people are, they're not, they're not even attempting to falsify, right? The first thought is, oh, this is true. Or at least this is something yeah. like I bring up how much Karl Rove is an asshole anytime that it's like mildly relevant. For any people who don't know who Karl Rove was, he was a uh, campaign advisor. And I don't know if he served in the cabinet for uh, George W. Bush, uh, yeah. but he, you know, there's, uh, he started this whisper campaign against John McCain in the 2000 election that John McCain's uh, black adopted daughter was from an affair 
that they covered up. And that's the most, uh, it's just like, it's a level of scumbaggery that I can't even like have words. It's just like despicable. Yeah. But he was the chief of staff for, for Bush. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. That dude, I, that dude is a, is a, is a, is a level one class A scumbag. But, uh, you know, his, his response would be like, Hey man, politics is dirty. We did what we had to do to win. And uh, I believe we yeah. made a better country out of it. Yeah. I would disagree, but <laughs> sure, because you're on the side of the Sasquatches, man. Yeah, no I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, some of these are fun, and some of these are horrible. But I think the ones that occur, more like rumors than conspiracy theories, actually have a pretty large impact on health crises around the world and things that you have to deal with. One of the main obstacles that people trying to help spread vaccinations and or just healthcare in general in Africa and other parts of the developing world, the rural areas, is a distrust of doctors and you know foreign personnel because of well-founded uh, attachments between you know foreigners and slavery and lots of other terrible things, mining practices. That's um, really so interesting. It, it, it goes to show that these types of things like last for generations. There's, uh, I think in Romania I read, at the HPV vaccine is, you know, only like 3% of people take it, uh, which is the lowest rate in all of Europe by a substantial margin. And they have the highest rates of cervical cancer. Um, and mm. they couldn't figure out why nobody was trusting the vaccine for a long time. And then they, they went back and it showed that the government had like tested on women, you know, a hundred years ago and how persistent the effects are of these types of things. Um, Damn. There's enough, you know, evil stuff that went on less than a hundred years ago that, it lends credence even to the craziest conspiracy theories out there, I think, in a lot of places, especially when you don't necessarily have access to the education or knowledge to differentiate. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're pervasive all over the world and they help us, you know, they help us psychologically, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, think, I don't think there's any, people were talking about how, how do we rid them and I, I don't really see there being a plausible way of doing that because there's always going to be secrecy and if there's secrecy there's always going to be over-the-top explanations that people enjoy more than just the explanation that things are being kept secret for national security or something like that yeah it's a difficult problem to um to uproot i mean it's the insidious thing about it is that it does plant like a seed of doubt like i remember I mean, I was like a teenager, but when the birther thing really kind of came to the fore, maybe that was like 2011, you know, mm -hmm. and Trump was really like trumpeting the Obama, you know, birther conspiracy theory that he was born in Africa. Um, yeah, it was frightening because I didn't pay attention to the politics at the time. And I was like, oh, huh. They're not showing his birth certificate. That's a little weird, you know? Yeah. And like, that's, yeah. that's the worst thing is like, so it's like, uh, they got to like, all right, here it is. Hawaii, <laughs> yeah. you know, that like, yeah. that sucks that that's, you know, the state of the world, but it is. And so I, I don't know. I think like not everyone's going to pay super because not everyone has time to pay super close attention to every little like 
you know, to debunk every conspiracy theory out there. So there's enough out there where it's like, oh, Walt Disney isn't cryogenically frozen? Huh. Yeah. I heard it. I thought it was true, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think the, not to put you on the spot here, but the only way to really combat it is to come up with compelling enough stories that you either acknowledge that are false from the outset or that you're telling, you know, a truer story. Creative writing is able to compete with the craziness of the false, you know, false stories and false narratives and, you know, promote another outlet for people to express their imagination. Um, so we'll look yeah. forward to your books and we can catch those on the shelf sometime soon. Either that or I'm going to have yeah. to go back to reading my, my flat earth uh, literature's extensive library. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like um, Borges like didn't understand why people treated fiction as something that's not real because like mm -hmm. for Borges, like fiction influenced how people interacted with reality and it influenced human behavior and it influenced like how we see the world. And so for him, it was as real as anything. Well, I like that you brought some uh, fun conspiracy theories to the table. I think that that's what people need right now. Yeah. I bet Bigfoot's out there having a field day now that all the people are out of his way. This is probably like... I know. Probably going to see a lot more sightings in recent times after this, you know, uptick in Bigfoot population expands into new territories. I know. They can, um, they can copulate without worrying about, you know, being interrupted. So we'll have Bigfoots they, all over the place. They're very attentive to how much space they have and... Uh, how rapidly they populate because everyone knows that secrecy is their main concern not reproduction <laughs> yeah. or the continuation yeah. of the species i think that's the hard the hard thing about bigfoot believers is that they won't they're not objective you know yeah yeah i mean you could say that so about any like, of these i think yeah but i think like i don't know you have very few people that are like, look, I'm going to acknowledge all of the stuff that doesn't make sense and all of the reasons why people shouldn't believe in Bigfoot. But based on the evidence that there is that Bigfoot does exist, I'm on the side of Bigfoot existing. Like, you don't have people making those cases. You have people yeah. being like, no, I saw it. I, I was far away. I didn't have a camera, but, you know. Well, maybe that's the conspiracy. Bigfoot's making a bunch of uh, really unreliable narrators go around saying they've seen it so that anyone who comes forward with a credible video is just immediately right. laughed off the right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Genius. Yeah. It's next Yeah, level. that one's really fun. <laughs> I bet there's good Chupacabra content out there, too. I bet there is. Maybe we could have a whole and small. Maybe we could have a short one on on chupacabras in general. So, yeah, because that one is, a, I think, a little bit more embedded in like local folklore and like you know mythology of yeah. Latin America and stuff. Mm -hmm. We could. I think there would be an interesting one about just more about use of folklore to teach children lessons, sort of. Like we have, you know, Santa Claus, like the Brothers Grimm. Very yeah, tough, like very... La Llorona in, in Latin cultures, which is basically to teach you to stop swimming alone so you don't drown. Mm. There's mm. similar in, in Africa, which, you know, it's about water and how things are around water. No, yeah. The, the first book I edited uh, that my friend Glenn wrote uh, said in the north of England, and there's like a river witch that fi figures prominently in it. And it's very much, yeah, like, you know, don't go by like the local river. 
kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a uh, good way to keep kids away. If you just said, hey, the water's pretty deep, that's not as compelling as, hey, there's a witch. <laughs> yeah. That's a much better story. Totally. Yeah. Should we wrap this, uh, this yeah. episode up? Sounds Maybe good. Maybe we can get... Yeah. People are going to say that uh, the best portions were edited out, but uh, unfortunately, that's not true. It just wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the conspiracy. I can't. I can't wait till the yeah the rationalist conspiracy theorists look at all of the editing techniques that are done and think that um, I'm making, I'm curating it in a way to put my profile higher than yours. That's what I've that heard. They, People that they've run that. that they've run the numbers and I edit it so I talk way more and people don't hear from you. I actually have heard that people think that you were replaced a couple episodes in as you were a little bit right, yeah. in the beginning and they were like, mm, none of that. It was a, Let's it bring was in a, a more favorable dead. version. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <definitely. laughs> yeah, we need, right. we, need a, we need a more monotone voice. Yeah, somebody with just a robot, basically anything you do through a speech projector. That's what we should have done. Yeah. That would have been a good, good intro here. All right, should we wrap it up? Feel free to, what is it, tweet us? Is that how we're wanting... Is that the best way? Yes. Tweet us with your best conspiracy theories. We'd love to hear them. Or if you disagree and you think we've, we've uh, unfairly critiqued a conspiracy theory that you believe to be true, possibly the Humpty Dumpty one, you let us know. You let us know. We'll be here. Stay safe, everybody. Bye.